Hi, I'm David Gorin, and this is Jazz Stories from Jazz at Lincoln Center. This time, I've decided to take a break from rummaging through our legendary interview archives. Instead, I caught the uptown train to Jazz at Lincoln Center's House of Swing on Columbus Circle here in New York City. One of the great things about the House of Swing is that there's live music just about every night. Though the big theaters were dark, I'd stop by Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola, where the Brazilian drummer Duduca da Fonseca and pianist Elio Alves were co-leading a samba jazz group featuring the music of Antonio Carlos Jobim, an originator of the quiet cool of the bossa nova sound. Between sets, I got to hang out with da Fonseca, Alves, and the band's vocalist Mausha Adnet. They set me straight about the distinctions between bossa nova and samba jazz, um cantinho, um violão Esse amor, uma canção fazer feliz a quem se ama The bossa nova is supposed to be soft, no microphone. You know, at first, it's right. like in the house, in the corner, little guitar, you know, love and music and quiet and sensual and cool. You know, that's the idea. So bossa nova is basically... Uh, in that, and of course, rich harmonies, rich melodies, rich rhythm, even though it's not loud rhythm. Even when you want to play a fast bossa nova song, you should play it soft. You don't have to make it louder because it's faster. Well, it's, al it's almost conversational. Yeah. It's supposed to be very natural, very natural, just like love should be. <laughs> and and uh, samba jazz, it's a, a much more open, much more instrumental. Samba jazz and bossa nova come from the same time, you know, late 50s, early 60s. Duduca da Fonseca. Samba jazz is just a, a way, you know, that uh, to play like Brazilian jazz, you know, because a lot of musicians at that time, they were listening to like the Blue Note, Art Blakey, Elvin Jones, Wes Montgomery, Miles and Coltrane. So what they did at that time, they blend, you know, the Brazilian rhythms, you know, with the jazz improvisation. That's what we call samba jazz. And was created in the early 60s. And those same musicians that uh, create the samba jazz, they also play in most of the albums that were from the bossa nova era, you know, the original albums from João Gilberto, from Jobim, from many of artists. So the samba jazz musicians, so bossa nova and samba jazz, they are like fruits of the same tree. You know, while Bossa Nova concentrating like uh, gentle and uh, melodies in a gentle way, the gentle approach, you know, and very economic with improvisation, you know, Samba Jazz was like open more open way. with uh, open improvisation, like the Blue Note era, but they're from the same time. And when I was born in Rio, I born in 51, so when I started to play the drums, these uh, two art forms were like really flourishing. I was very lucky to be born at that time, you know, when this music, which in my opinion is the, is the richest 
you know, music that we produce in Brazil. Because you see, after 50, 60 years, people still love the music. The music is well-known. It's the music that's most well-known all over the world. Brazilian music is the bossa nova music, you know. It doesn't sound dated. No, oh, no. it's yeah. never, you know, yeah. it's something acoustic, you know, yeah. and it's never going to sound dated. You know, Jobim used to say something that in Portuguese rhymes, and in English doesn't rhyme, so I'm going to tell you in Portuguese first. He used to say, eu prefiro ser eterno do que moderno. That it's means I, I rather be eterno than modern. But, you know, meaning that uh, I remember him answering a question about someone asking him, why you think that the girl from Ipanema, as an example, uh, as the representative song of the bossa nova, you know, of a time, very important. He said, I don't know, maybe uh, why the, the girl from Ipanema still goes on like a new, fresh song. And he thinks that has to do also with the place, Ipanema. And his answer was like, I think I remember talking to the, the lyricist, uh, and he didn't want to put the word Ipanema in the English version. And I told him, no, you got to put Ipanema, because that's where the scene happens, and that's where the girl passes. And then he said, and the girls uh, still passing Ipanema, and they more and more beautiful each day. So he thinks that's why the song crossed the time, you know. I, I just think it's a nice explanation for, because who knows what's the reason really for some songs. Obviously, it's a beautiful song, but there are many beautiful songs and some stick out more than others. Right. Well, I, I think what you're saying or what he was saying is he, he captured a feeling that's still going on. Yeah, and that yeah. everybody can relate. Everybody well, can go to Ipanema and see the girl passing. You know, there are many girls from Ipanema passing, and everyone can relate to that. It's interesting. Yeah, you go there to Ipanema, you sit at the bar, and you see, you, see, you actually see that girl. You see. Actually, <laughs> we've been there several times. We've no? been there several times. Drinking a little no, draft beer. A few, a few draft well, beer. Now we have Some to add. And uh, seeing the girls passing But now by. we have to add, because people don't really know that the song started being made at the bar. Yeah, the bar, the Garota de Ipanema bar. The no, bar no, is called the girl from Ipanema. It wasn't yeah. called After that. that. It wasn't it was called girl from Ipanema. So, you know, if you just say bar, people don't yeah. know about At the that time story. that they composed, it was in Ipanema. It used to call Veloso, Bar Veloso. And they composed the girl from Ipanema because they sit down there and they Every saw day. that beautiful girl going by called Eloisa, you know, a blonde Pinheiro, girl. Eloisa Pinheiro. Eloisa Pinheiro. She goes I, there, I went know. to school her daughter. Oh, you will? Yes, Kiki Pinheiro. Yeah, so she, you're she, the boy from Ipanema. I'm telling you. I'm boy from Sao Paulo. No, she moved to Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo via, via Ipanema. Via Ipanema. Because I used, I used to know, I said, oh, my mom is girl from Ipanema. I said, you're I the know. king of Ipanema. I remember that time I'm, in the beach. I'm like, you know, hey, Miguel, bring the beer. Yeah, hey, so the bar became, the, bar the name of the bar since then became the girl from Ipanema. There's a so corner bar one block from the beach or two blocks and, you know. Yeah, like one block, one block one right block, on the... Yeah. It's still there. Still, all the time when I go to Rio, I go there. I know the manager. I can go there. If I don't have any money or if I have just dollars, I go there. Everything is all set. Antonio is his name, if you need to know. Antonio. Look for Antonio. <laughs> After <laughs> six, he started, he shifted, started Ask six. For Antonio. <laughs> I'll say Duduka said I said yeah. No, if you say Duduka, uh, ask, you to go, ask for Antonio, say Duduka, he's going to say, he give you one on the house. That's for sure. And thin and young and lovely, the girl from East.
goes walking, and when she passes, it when she passes goes. That's Daduka da Fonseca talking about the bar where the song The Girl from Ipanema was born. We also heard from the pianist Ilio Alves and the vocalist Mausha Adne. Support for Jazz Stories comes from Jazz at Lincoln Center. Consider becoming a member or coming by for great live performances. You can find ticket information and our Jazz at Lincoln Center performance programs with Wendell Pierce at JALC.org. Our Jazz Stories podcasts are also at iTunes. Jazz Stories is produced at Murray Street by myself, David Gorin, and Alexa Lim. Our senior producer is Steve Rath. Thanks for listening.